Hey, it's Melaine Lee, and you found your way to the Divine Goddess Revolution podcast. This podcast is no ordinary podcast. It is for women looking to thrive, not just survive. It's for women looking to learn how to really unlock and unleash that divine light within so that they can rock their inner goddess on a daily basis. The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. Hey, 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 guys. I'm so excited about this episode with Jamie Mandel. She's one of my most favorite people, and she's just such a gentle, soft soul and really has been able to transform the lives of so many women when it comes to embracing, you know, their goddess through body wisdom. And so this episode's going to be super juicy. Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Goddess Revolution. I am the host, Malene Lee, and I'm so excited about the expert today, Jamie Mandel. She's someone that I've actually interviewed in the past, but I'm like, I need to have her back on here because she's a total goddess, and I need to have her share with Mm -hmm. us how she rocks that goddess. So I'm so excited to have her here on episode four and starting kicking off The Goddess Revolution with me. So before we start getting into how Jamie really rocks her goddess and how she does that in like business and personal and and what she does. Let me actually tell you a little bit about who she is. So Jamie is a health and lifestyle coach who guides women through powerful process of mastering their lives through one core element, taking exceptional care of their whole selves. She believes that through supreme self-care, mental, emotional, physical, and soulful, we're able to cultivate a life in which we feel resilient, powerful, and deeply joyful. She has helped thousands of women do the same in her coaching, events, and online courses. And without further ado, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, Jamie. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm happy to have you here. So is there anything else you want to fill the ladies in on about who you are or what you do? Yeah, so I mean, that pretty much... Know, explains what I do in relation to self-care. And yeah, I run events and retreats and I do coaching and I have programs. So my business, just to give them more of a background, my business sort of started around food and body coaching. That was really my story and my biggest struggle. And through healing that and coaching so many people around that, I realized that it's just really not about the food stuff. It's really about how we're taking care of ourselves on every level that's really impacting our relationship with food. So that's kind of how this self-care thing came to be. I love it. I love it. And I think that it's self-care is so important. I'm sure that's going to be one of the ways or incorporated in the ways that you kind of rock your own inner goddess, because I always Mm. say that self-care is, is just so essential to living our lives. And it's a way that I at least get the opportunity to like slow down and like have compassion and love for myself in a world in which everything outside tells me kind of the opposite, like go get it done, have to have. And it just lets me when I'm in my self care, it just allows me to slow down and just really relish in 
that energy and that feminine energy because self-care to me also mm-hmm. relates to like the divine feminine as well. Totally. Yeah. It helps you really be more in the present moment. Yeah. I agree with that. So tell me when it comes to like rocking your inner goddess, I mean, what does goddess mean to you firstly? It's definitely a word I'm still sort of like playing with and, and feeling into in my own life. But I think for me at this point, goddess means anytime that I'm really in my power. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's different ways that that can look. So I kind of see it as I know this is like a little cliche, but it's I guess the best way for me to explain it. But sort of my more like masculine, like go getter, like kick ass businesswoman power. And then also my like feminine, more like present, soft power. And I Mm. think that both of them are really important parts of my life and parts of me that I would always want to keep cultivating. And I wouldn't want either of those parts of me to go away. So I think like when I feel like a goddess, I'm either rocking it in my business in a way that makes me feel that like in a way that really is meaningful to me and makes me feel really good. And then also being in that place of, you know, slowing down presence, like really soaking in the moment and really being in that like receptive feminine essence that is so essential to who I am. I always think as a, of a goddess and it's funny because goddess is, is so, I think used over and over and over again currently in like society right now like it's like goddess goddess this that you know mm-hmm. at least in the in the in the world that I'm in you know of like self-care yeah, yeah. and help and improvement and all that it's like goddess and yeah. I remember when I was thinking of like names for my podcast and also for a lot of my coaching practice and I was like really shying away from the word goddess but I really loved it because I loved I loved the definition that people gave to it. And I loved the definition I gave to it. And at the end of the day, like I really, I've always called all of my clients like, oh, goddess, goddess, because I want them to feel that powerful badass that, you know, exactly what you were just talking about, like that infusion within them. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm using the word goddess. Like, I don't care how many times it's been used. I'm using it. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how you're asking people what it means to them, because I think that it is, I think people are kind of confused. Like, what does that word even mean? Especially if you're not in the world that we're in and you're just like hearing that word randomly. Mm. You're like, what is that? Like, I kind of imagine someone with like long flowy hair with like a flower crown when I think of goddess and like that's not (laughs) that's not necessarily me and so I think that it's interesting for you to be asking people like what does it mean for for you and to see that it can it can mean something so personal to different people yeah it absolutely can and and it does you know and and like we'll start talking about you know, now some ways that you rock your goddess in both business and personal and like how that kind of serves you. And and like I was saying to Jane before, ladies, like I asked this question to all of the experts and it's a the same question, but these conversations just go so vastly different because again, like you were just saying, everyone has their own opinion of it. Everyone has their own take on it. So it's, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then what's also cool is like you hear oh, well, this is how I rock my goddess by doing, you know, whatever. And you're like, oh, well, I don't do it that way. But 
now that I hear you saying that, I want to, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's cool. <laughs> You're probably getting so many good ideas. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go lay on my, lay on my back and then dip my head in the water or <laughs> stand upside yeah. down for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so many different ways. So what are some ways that you really channel your inner goddess? So let's start with like the, the soft, more feminine, powerful side of me, which I was talking to. Um, I mean, that's like in most cases when I feel like a goddess. So I would say but it's, you know, running your own business. It comes with so much stress and so much go, go, go. And mm-hmm. so much like, there's so much like aggressive kind of, or not aggressive, but just structured, get it done energy. And I think that like, I'll come back to that of how I sort of can feel like a goddess in that way too. But I think that in most cases in my life, I don't really want that energy to be there. There are times where it needs to be, but in most cases, I'm really working on like softening into my more like feminine goddess. And the ways that I do that, anything really that just like connects me to my heart and relaxes me and brings me more into the present moment. So it could be anything from like, I could be in a meeting and all of a sudden, like I, and I notice that like my shoulders are tight and my energy is like rigid and it's just like relaxing and maybe even just like making a joke or adding humor to the situation, which just automatically puts me into a place of like play and flow and kind of connects me to a little bit of like my higher self versus like being so into that specific moment, like that meeting or whatever needs to get done. Another thing that I do is I do a ton of journaling. I never used to be a journaler, but journaling really connects me straight to my heart and straight to my higher self and straight to my core. And that is just so important. I think for, especially for women, we have so many emotions and so many things going on at all times within us. And like to just have a really strong connection to ourselves and to our heart is so softening Mm -hmm. and, and really just is so important when we're in our heads all day, right? And like with that mind energy going and the checklists and the to-dos, it's just so good to center into your heart and like soften into that place within yourself. And then that will dramatically, I've found, change the way you relate to other people in your relationships when you're so intimate with your own self. So that's a big one. And then another thing that I'll mention is like I'm dating, I go on a lot of dates and I'm dating and boys and all that stuff in in that phase. I mean, sure, lots of women, whether it's like a husband or you're dating or whatever it is, but I find that that's a really important time for me to really be in that goddess state versus in the like businessy state of mind. And so I am really diligent about whenever my day is done and I am transitioning to whatever I'm doing that evening. And also, even if it's just friends or family, it doesn't have to necessarily be a date. I always have like specific things that I do that help me connect back to that like inner goddess feminine essence. And those things include a lot of times I'll like, I dance a lot just to get, and I I don't even, it's basically just random movements, Mm -hmm. just literally getting the like kind of whatever stressful energy I'm carrying, just getting it out of my body, like imagining it just like leaving my body as I'm moving. And then I always take like a hot shower. I put on, like, I'm really into kind of natural skincare right now, which makes me feel really good and taken care of and just putting on like oils and moisturizer and things that I really love putting some like sensual music on getting ready with like a candle, putting clothes on that are for me, like not for anyone else, but really something that 
I want to tap into on that moment. So I always ask myself, like, how do you want to feel? Like, what feels inspiring for you to wear right now? And it might be one day, like, something really flowy, and the next day, something more preppy. Like, who knows? But it's just kind of giving myself a chance to express whatever wants to be expressed through whatever I'm wearing. So those are, and then just like breathing and just, I literally like, sh- it's almost like I'm actually taking off one hat and putting on another hat when I transition into that goddess state or whatever social thing I'm doing that night. So those are a few ways that I, that I do that. There's obviously more, but that's kind of like a starter. (laughs) No, those are definitely, I love everything that you were saying. I mean, I wanted to let you keep going. I was going to interrupt you, but I was like, (laughs) no, just that I can kind of just continue to flow. But, but I love that you talked about, you know, I was just kind of writing down a couple of words that stuck out for me. And like, one of the biggest things was just being intimate with yourself. I thought that that was fascinating. Like Mm. when you were talking about all the different ways, but when you brought up, you know, just really getting intimate and getting to know yourself and doing these different things, but for the purpose too, to just really get to know yourself and getting intimate with yourself. And that's like really powerful because I think, I mean, I know for me for so long, and I know that what you do with women is working with them when it comes to like emotional eating and food and different things like that and body and, Mm -hmm. you know, helping them to like release those connections or attachments to things that might not be serving them anymore. And for me, when I was suffering with like bulimia and, and under eating and over exercising and, and anyway, I could, you could, anyway, you could like manipulate food or body. I have done it in my past. And, Mm -hmm. and I think one of the fears was like getting intimate with myself, like really connecting Mm -hmm. with that powerful, beautiful woman and like taking time to get to know her, like slowing down enough to get to know her. I think my fear was that I just wouldn't like myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that if there's one way to kind of sum up what I end up doing with women through our work together, it's that it's mm-hmm. like helping them go inward and get intimate with themselves and create that really exceptional relationship with themselves. And it's, it's completely life-changing. I'm sure you can attest to that as well. It's, it's, there's so much that's going on within us underneath the surface. And if we're not paying attention to that and getting to know ourselves and, and being compassionate toward our wounds and our soft spots and our insecurities and our, you know, the way that we would be towards someone else that we love, if we're not doing that for ourselves, then something's got to give, right? And that's when we start turning to food or controlling food or controlling our body or a bunch of other ways to compensate for not being listened to. Yeah. 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 It's (laughs) that when you said it, I was like, Oh, it was just like, kind of like, I just felt, yes, I could have used that earlier on. But I think also like, you know, anyone that's listening if you're struggling with whether it's body or food or anything in particular, and you're just not willing to, because I know, Jamie, for me, like my friends confronted me and were like, well, this is what you're doing. And I was like, well, you're not my friends anymore, you know, because mm-hmm. I wasn't willing to like want to take a look there. But it's just like, if you're not willing to look, but you know that there's something that's a problem or that's causing you pain, I don't really like to say problem, but it's like causing you pain. It's just like praying for the willingness to want to be able to like take a look, you know, praying for that willingness to be able to take a step just to look and see like, okay, well, who am I? Like, what do I actually need? Yeah. So Yeah. 
And also I would say like getting support around it, mm. you know, it's not the easiest thing to do. And that's why there, there is such amazing support out there to help you. Like I'm, I'm a huge fan of getting support. I always have a coach in my life, at least one and a therapist. And, you know, these people are essential to my self care because they give me the support I need in order to continue to get more and more intimate with our, with myself, because creating an intimate bond is it it's ever evolving, right? Like, it's not like I become intimate with myself and I, I like love myself and know myself and then end of story. It's something that we're continuing to do and continuing to get to know because we're changing every day as we grow and our lives are changing and it's going to, life is going to continue to bring up more and more stuff. So it's just getting into the practice of going inward, going inward, going inward. And, and it gets easier over time, right? Like at the very beginning, like you're saying, when you first started, it was like so scary for you to even peel back any layers. And then as you sort of break that ice, it becomes more, it becomes easier because you have that relationship with yourself that's already begun to be created. Yeah. It definitely gets easier. You know, it's just like any muscle. I think that as we're flexing, I mean, if someone said to me, like, how do you rock your goddess? I'd be like, you know, even four, like three, four years ago, I'd be like, what is a goddess? Like, what are you talking about? I'm certainly not a goddess. Like I certainly don't know how to honor myself. And yeah. And I think that that's a really key thing, even in whether you're struggling or, you know, suffering with something or not, like if you're on the other side of it and you're like, no, I did in the past. And now I'm kind of like, you know, rocking. I think that support is essential in all parts of our journey and experience. And I think I always say like, that is how I'm able to be a goddess is because I don't do everything on my own anymore. Mm -hmm. Yes. A hundred percent. We can't, we just can't do everything (laughs) on our own, whether it's like within our businesses or within our own self-development or in any area of our life. And I think, I think that's another really key point of, of being a goddess and being in your power is to know where you need support in order to be in your power. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's funny, Jamie, because like I just had a call with one of my, my business coach last month and she was doing this like thing on, on pain points. And she said, list out what things that you want to work on or what things were like most painful for you or something like that in your personal and in business. Like where was like the energy being leaked from? And what I realized was that it was just, I needed more support. Like I just needed to implement more support on my business side so that I could be more present on my personal stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes we don't like slow down enough to even realize that we need those things. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, Oh, okay. I actually need to create that. Like, and now I know. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I need to create this. And, and again, like it's creating that space, right? Because for me, what's the fear of, what if I overwork and I'm and I'm stuck behind my computer? There's something about intimacy going on, right? Because it's a hideout. Like it's a way mm-hmm. to avoid and not be really intimate with myself or other people. Totally. Yeah. We can definitely use our businesses as a distraction yeah. from that. Yes. I think a lot of people are afraid of empty space. When I work with a lot of people on food stuff, a lot of people will say that. Like a lot of the people I work with are very type A overschedulers, you know, like to stay so busy. And it's, it's definitely because they're afraid of space. Like, what am I going to do with myself? What am I going to learn about myself? What if I'm stuck with myself for an hour without something to look at? What's going to come up? But I've always found the best things in life are always created from that space. 
Mm-hmm. And if we can have the courage to allow that in our lives, it, it we need it to thrive. We need it for our creativity. We need it for intimacy. We need it for spontaneity. We need it so that life can give us surprises that we otherwise would have scheduled over. <laughs> so yeah, the more that you can get comfortable with yourself and intimacy with yourself and with life, you can create more space for yourself and trust that mm. good things will happen. I love that. I think that that's so powerful, especially, you know, in the work that you do, but I think it also correlates, you know, for everyone, even if they're not maybe struggling with the food or although I would say nine out of 10 women have probably had some kind of body thing going on or food thing in their lifetime, but yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it's a lot bigger than I think we we talk about or even think, but yeah. And, and then I know for me, it was like, no, 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 no one else knows what I'm going through. This is Mm -hmm. unique to me, but not actually, it was actually a lot of people were going through it, but I love that you talk about the creation of space because like in that creation of space, you're allowing the magic to happen with the universe. You're allowing the magic to happen with like God to come in. You're allowing all of this. That's when like the beauty of life really happens. Yeah. I've always had people say to me and I've experienced this myself that like when they stopped planning as much or just like chilled out a little bit that like all these great things started happening (laughs) and they're like, whoa, that's how this works. So Mm. yeah, we have to be open to spontaneity and it doesn't mean like never scheduling, you know, it's, I'm a planner and I love plans and you know, that has its, its benefits too, because you're kind of taking action on things that you want to create in your life. Mm. But there's a balance there. And I think that if we don't have that balance and we're over scheduling, our goddess can be stifled. Yeah. So I think as like women or really anyone just needs to be conscious of, of how much space you need to feel like a goddess. And I know that if I'm just like too overwhelmed and too stressed out, I just don't feel that, that energy. And so I, I am constantly checking in with myself and asking what it is that I, what I need. And sometimes it's more activity and more stuff and more exploration of new things or new projects. And then sometimes it's really backing off and, and giving myself that space. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's, it's a, such a great balance to really play. And like you said, if we don't have that space, we're really stifling our goddess. And that's a great mm-hmm. way to really allow your goddess to come out. Like, who is your goddess? What does she want? Like, maybe that's a question you're in. Like, it's great that Jamie has all these things that she does, or, you know, Malene has all these things that she does. But like, how do you create the space to allow your goddess to really come out and play with you? And in that space is where you'll find out how she wants to come out and play with you just by like being, you know, I used to be, oh, when people were like, just be Malene. Cause I was like a doer. And I remember mm-hmm. someone saying to me, we're human beings, not human doings, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I just was like, oh, so what, mm-hmm. how do, how do I do the be? Like, how do you, how do you just yeah. be? And I think mm-hmm. that the space just allows you to like, don't plan, you know, or something that I like to do too, Jamie, is like, take something out of my schedule. So like, I'll look at my schedule for the day and like, what can I take out today? If it feels a little overwhelmed or too packed, what can I take out today? Who can I, who would I be able to, you know, maybe I'll reschedule one appointment just to create a little more space. So there's Mm -hmm. not so much doing going on because that's when all the magic happens in the being part of Mm -hmm. our lives. Yes. Often that we have to take things off of our plate. And I, and I think that 
it's funny. I'm reading the book Essentialism. Have you read that book? Mm-mm, no. And it's kind of like the theme of my life right now, which is less is more. <laughs> and this book really kind of emphasizes that. And it's just all about like really paring down to what is absolutely essential for you to be doing and just doing less, but better. And so it's an interesting, like I'm, I'm, very, I'm really just starting the book, but I've just been thinking about this so much lately and, and really just like taking off my plate what I don't absolutely need to be doing and just really getting, getting really firm in your own personal boundaries and like what it is that you really have to do versus just like extra work that you're putting on your plate or extra efforts that you're making that sometimes are even like fear-based, right? Like we do so much because we're over giving because we're afraid that, you know, if we don't, then people are not going to like us or we're not going to be offering value. So we over, over, overdo everything. And that just creates so much more than we can typically handle. And so it's a whole different way of thinking of like, really getting down to the absolute essential and sort of testing out this idea of just doing less and giving your goddess more room to breathe and seeing what comes from that. I love that. Giving the goddess more room to breathe. That's so super magical. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So yummy. Well, it's so funny because at the end, I always ask the experts, what is something that my questions at the end are? And I didn't prep Jamie for this either, guys. So mm-hmm. she's going to be surprised. So what is one book that has changed your life that you suggest that the goddesses out there go and read? Well, I wouldn't say essentialism yet because I haven't finished yet. So I would say, oh God. Okay. So a book I'm just obsessed with that I've I've read a couple of times. My business coach, she recommended it to me years ago. And I actually just went to this retreat by the founders of this institute from this book. So if you want to talk about intimacy with yourself, this book, The Dark Side of the Light Chasers by Debbie Ford is so amazing. I sent it to so many of my clients and it's all about getting in touch with our shadow. So really getting in touch with all of the parts of yours. It's it's really about radical self-acceptance. So it's really like getting in touch with all of the parts of yourself that you find difficult to accept. And that is real intimacy because mm. intimacy is not just liking the best parts of you or liking the best parts of someone else. It's that's that's like easy, right? It's hard to really start to accept and get to know and understand and get intimate with all the parts of yourself that are challenging for you to accept and, or that you've been told are not like lovable or not as acceptable, but it is so life-changing to get to that point within yourself. And then you also just start looking at other people that way. And it's just like created so much beauty in my life in terms of my relationship with myself and with others. I have never read it. So now I'm going to have to go out there and read it. And thanks a lot. Because <laughs> I feel like I have, I just went to the self-realization center. So when I was in, I'm in California right now. And so like in, I was in Encinitas and I went to the self-realization center and I got all these books. And now I have another book that Jamie just said. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so what is one, would you say like spiritual or woo-woo thing that is essential to your daily practice or your life. So it could be really anything. Something for me is just like, I love crystals and I have crystals all around my house. So what is it for you? I journal to my higher self slash God a lot. So I will do this several times a week, sometimes every day, if I'm going through a lot that I write like dear God or dear higher self, 
And then I just like write all of my questions and problems and like Mm. thoughts. And I like ask for help and I ask for guidance and then I sign it, love Jamie. And then I write back to myself from God or from my higher self. And so it's basically a tool I've used for, for years to connect to source, whatever that is to, to, you know, to me at that time. And, um, I always get just like this really soothing, wise, calm, present moment focused guidance. And that's really important to me. I love that. I love that. And it's, that's powerful. It's funny, Jamie, cause I do that too. I write a letter to God every morning, like, dear God, please give me the strength to get through whatever you provide me today or whatever my letter is, but I never have written one back. And that's mm-hmm. so powerful. The back, like writing it back. Yeah. So I just got like chills as you were saying that. So what a wonderful practice to really implement. And also like, dear God, what does my goddess look like? And like, what will mm-hmm. God say back to you? Or what will your higher power, your higher self or your higher power, however you define that. I always say to my ladies, like your higher power, whether it's God, universe, source, divine, just find something that works for you to support you in cultivating a deep level of faith and trust to really move throughout the day without fear or worry or doubt or shame or any of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Love. <laughs> well, I love you. Thank you so, so much <laughs> for too. sharing all of your amazingness with the ladies today. And Jamie, if they want to work with you or find out more about what you're up to and how you're really supporting, I mean, I know you don't term it this way, but you really are supporting women in rocking their own inner goddess, to be honest, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like you're really allowing them to unlock that. So if they wanted to find out more about you, where could they go? So definitely, well, my website's jamiemendel.com. And I would say if they sign up for my email list, which is, you'll see there's like a bar at the top, I give away a free self-care guide and all of the like updates and events and retreats and all of that good stuff is always in my newsletters that I put out every single week. And so there's always like a big coaching email. And then there's in, within that email, I share a story and coach people. And then I also list all of the like upcoming things going on. So that's the best way to stay in the loop. Awesome. Yeah. And I encourage you ladies, definitely reach out whether or not maybe you're not struggling with body, but maybe you just want to really get more intimate with yourself. Who knows, you know, or maybe you want to cultivate a deeper level of self-care. You know, I encourage you to reach out to Jamie and, and find out, like, see if it's a fit, or if you feel like she really resonated with you, reach out. I always think that support is something that's so uh, magical and it just helps us to expand and up level in ways that we might not find possible. So find your tribe. If she sounds like your girl, then go get her. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for popping in today and talking with us. I so appreciate you being here. Oh my God. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Totally. And so ladies, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, After this, make sure you go to the show notes and find everything that we were talking about today, including the book that Jamie mentioned and everything else that she was mentioning I'll have in there as well. Even the book that she's not finished reading, we'll have that in there too. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Bye for now.
Hey guys, I hope you love this podcast as much as I enjoyed interviewing Jamie. So now listen, for all of you, this body wisdom stuff is so important. Embracing your inner goddess, embracing your divine goddess is such an important thing. So I really invite you to journal about what came up for you today. Journal about some of the takeaways that, you know, you were able to get from this episode. And for those of you listening today, if you're listening, I am gifting you a $500 voucher to the next retreat, my Divine Rich Retreat in either Queenstown or Bali. All you need to do is just email me at melane at melanelee.com. Have an amazing day.